This episode discusses LGBTQI plus issues. If you or anyone you know needs assistance, please call Better Pride on 1-800-531-919. Oh my God. Oh my God. Why can't I see that? Yes, we've never had a real life diva. Warning. Says, who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should have finished the Warning. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pacetto. Hey guys, welcome back to So Dramatic. I am so excited and so sad at the same time because today we have part three of my chat with Married at First Sight groom, Liam Cooper. The third and final installment of this mini series final hurrah, the dessert, the climax, the aftermath, whatever you want to call it. In The Godfather, that famous movie, the third installment was the worst. But here at So Dramatic, the third is the best part. During this final part of our chat, Liam answers all of your burning questions, including what it was like growing up as a bisexual man in a small country town. He spills even more tea about his relationship with Georgia and if there is any hope of a reunion between them. Liam drops even more behind the scenes bombshells and shares his true thoughts and feelings about the experts, producers and his co-stars, including who he thinks was on Married at First Sight just for a blue tick. Liam shares his thoughts on bisexuality and the LGBTQI diversity and representation in the media. He also clears up a number of rumors about himself and his cast members that have been flying around and spreading like wildfire since filming wrapped. Just when you thought we already had all of the tea on last season's Maths Crew, you ain't seen nothing yet. And he updates us on his current relationship status. Yes, we talk about his romance, inverted commas, with fellow Married at First Sight groom Samuel Levi. He's going to set the record straight, no pun intended, on those claims once and for all. Plus, how he's coping post-married at first sight and what's next for him. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So will you confirm or deny? At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. Let's get into listener questions. I had so many questions come through, like mm-hmm. so many. Yep. So yes, buckle up. This. We've got a few. Buckle up. Someone said, is Liam willing to talk about his upbringing and being bi in the country? You mm-hmm. spoke about your upbringing, I guess. That's already been answered. Being bi in the country. Was that Ugh, difficult? That was very difficult. In a country town, the stigma around it is you don't talk about it. Like, no one really talks about it. Or if you even think about it, people are like, oh, you're a homo, you're this, you're that. Like, you just can't talk about it. So, obviously, I knew that I couldn't be myself. You know, I had a mum who wasn't supportive. If she saw two guys kiss on the TV, she would be like, ew, that's disgusting. So if you grow up in a household like that, you physically know you can't be yourself no matter what. Mm. So yeah, it wasn't until I left the country town that I really found out who I was and was like, okay, so this is what the outside world is like from a small country town. But it's hard. Well, there's even biphobia in the city. Imagine how bad it is in the country. It's bad in the country too because it's like a taboo thing. Like you can't talk about the amount of people that are in the country. And that's why, you know, you don't talk about it. You get the suicides. You get the stigma attached to it that it's not not normal and you can't be who you are. Do you feel comfortable going out in the same city Jason, Kerry, Johnny and Georgia live in? They have continued to be cruel to Liam after the show, sending him lots of love. Look, to be honest, I feel uncomfortable going out in Brisbane now, only because, you know, I don't want to run into any of them. 
I don't know how they're going to react or what they're going to do or even who they're with. That's a whole different other story. So, you yeah, know, I don't really like to go out in Brisbane because of it. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm always on guard with it. Only because like you just don't know what Georgia has told people about me. You know, I reached out to one of her friends who I thought I was semi, you know, friends with and I just apologized what happened. And I got this message back being like, she dodged a fucking bullet with you. Oh, wow. Like all the best. I, you know, we don't want you here, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it was just because Georgia just spun a whole lot of lies. So they've only heard her story. Yeah, and so they've only heard her. They think and the worst of you, I guess. Yeah, but no. I, if I go tough. out, I would- It's a lot of people in Brisbane. Oh, <laughs> How God, many? Yeah. Five, four, five yeah. people you're avoiding. Yeah. And Brisbane is such a small town. Plus, fuck running into Jason and his crew of- mm-hmm. I can only imagine. Well, I've actually experienced his friends have all been attacking me on social yeah. media. After the That's video it. came out, they all attacked me. I had to yeah. block them all. And then they went on my personal page and they were calling me slut- Fat. They called me fat as well. Uh, like horrible, horrible things. And I was like, "Is this real life? Like, do people uh, actually?" And it was on mind. their. It wasn't even on a fake account. It was actually on their personal oh, no, account with account. their whole name. I'm like, what's wrong with these people? people At just least don't think. <laughs> they're that dumb that they just do it on their normal account. That's it. So imagine bumping uh, into them; it'd be that's the worst. it. And especially drunk or anything, like mm, you just you don't know what's going to come. What they're going to do yeah. what they're capable of. Mm. So no, I hate it. Like, there's certain places I avoid now because I know that's where they go. And it's just Shit. like, mm, here we go. Yeah, so I've thought about like- to just, move to Sydney. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> I've literally thought about leaving Brisbane because of it. And I think, well, is it fair to leave Brisbane because of them kind of thing? Like that's the fucked up part about it. Mm, so Sydney think, will love to have you. Yeah, come on down, <laughs> Sydney. It's so cold by Sydney. But that's the after effect about it. But, and people don't even think about that. Like mm. what's happened because of you and that. There's all this aftermath of them going out or being seen around people. Like anxiety of bumping into yeah, them. Yeah. Let's talk about filming. Someone mm-hmm. said, is Liam on a gag order? Does everyone get one? When do they get it? And what happens if they break it? You would know the answer to this first act. <laughs> yeah. So we're not like, I guess it's a gag order. Like you're not meant to speak out. You're not meant to do anything against the show. Well, you're currently still on a contract. Still on a contract. Yeah. Until I think- Here we are. <laughs> October or whatever. Yeah, here we are spilling the tea. <laughs> so yeah, we are. We're not meant to speak out. We're not doing anything. I guess in the long run- they could sue or they could do whatever they want. They won't. But it's not like – I just look at it as I'm not tarnishing their name. Like I'm not out there being like, oh, I hate Channel 9 and oh, I hate this and oh, I hate that. Like do I disagree with what they've done? Sure. But during filming, I had the best time ever. Like I loved being part of that show. You know, I would have gone back and been with a guy. I would have done it all again. But, yeah, there's the gag order. Pretty much sure, but- I guess you're only telling your experience, which considering everything that happened to you on the show, mm. you've been left with no choice but to that's it. tell your side because it wasn't shown. Well, that's another thing. Like a lot of people view the show as concrete Bible. Like they see it as that's who I am. And it's like, no, that's not what happened. Like, so if I sat there and not spoke out, like if I didn't do that video, that rant video, people wouldn't have known the truth. People mm. wouldn't have known that there was that hidden part that wasn't shown and they would have just- taken fast value of what happened and be like, oh, Liam's just a cunt. Mm. Like, that's who Liam is. And it's like, that's actually not the truth. They've literally forced your hand. Mm. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, if they want to, they do their best. But I'm just speaking the truth. Like, not giving away any secrets or anything, what they do. Next question. Do producers have any ethics or morals or are they just gutter bandwagon? <laughs> gutter bandwagon. That's so Gutter funny. bandwagon. Look, like, I loved my producer. He had my back. He supported me. You know, he knew all my stories, everything about me. And the way he went about things, he just knew how to support me. So, the producers I worked with- Was uh, he straight or gay? He or? Was, yeah, he was gay. 
Okay. So he was part of the so community. So had a little bit of understanding, yeah, part so of the he, community. Yeah, so he was it's, very supportive. It's good that they gave you a producer that mm. understood kind of like- Well, I don't think he really told me straight up. I think he just, yeah. Oh, so you don't think it was on purpose that they did no. that? Just an accident? I think oh, it was just an accident because I think what happened was he was- I think he was someone else's producer and they left and then we came on so we right. got him. That's lucky. Yeah, it was really lucky I got him because there were some producers on there that weren't so great. Mm-hmm. Everyone that I got along, I thought they were great. Like I had no issues with them. But obviously, there is producers out there that just want the drama and they cause a lot of stuff to get it. But no, the producers I had, I, I can't fold them. What about Tara? I know you mentioned that you had a few run-ins with her. Yeah. Did that like tarnish your view on her or was that just kind of like a heat in the moment thing? Look, it was a heat in the moment. I love Tara. To this day, I still love her. Like I think she's a boss ass bitch. She knows what she wants. She's a very clever woman. Like I'd love to get inside her brain. I know other people disagree and they think what they think about Tara. But I kind of looked at her as a mother figure as well. Like we had our fight. She came straight in the next day. I didn't even want to talk to her, but she pretty much kicked my door in and was like, we're talking. Like, I, we need to talk. I've got the biggest respect for her. Like, I know she's probably going to hate this <laughs> and doing the podcast and speaking out. Like, I know she's going to hate it, but. It's so nice that you can, like, be diplomatic enough and, like, you know, put your feelings aside of, like, that fight mm. and everything else that's happened and be, like, actually like her as a person or whatever. Yeah. Like, I actually did. I knew in the moment she had a job to do. Like, I knew she was, you know, she was probably tired as well. She's dealing with all those cast member shit, blah, 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 blah. I'd be tired dealing with like, Bryce's shit right? too. <laughs> and he was one of the biggest issues she's had. A walking headache. Mm, so, I could understand, but nah, like, I've, I've got the biggest respect for her. Love that answer. <laughs> no, I love that. I actually love hearing, like, yeah. honestly what people think. It would be stressful managing this whole big production. Oh, bloody oh. So many people, so and many she- staff to worry about yeah. and so much going on. Yeah. thing with maths, like, Bachelor would be easier to produce because there's one central person. That's it. Everyone revolves around that. But with Married at First Sight, there's so much happening in every mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to report on it. God, yeah. Like, there's so many storylines. So, yeah. I can only imagine how tough it would be for her to manage mm. everyone and also answering to above and having to get the end result. But I do think there needs to be some sort of more support for her. They can't be operating like that. Oh, yeah. I think it needs to change. There is things that doesn't change. But, you know, she's just- She's fucking clever. The way she thinks and how she can do shit, it just- I fangirl hard over her. <laughs> like, I just- Yeah. It blows my mind. It is good to see women doing well mm, in a man's world. Especially in that industry as well. Yeah, it's like she slays throat. it. Like it's been that big for eight seasons now. Mm, and, and it's she's doing something her. right. Yeah. yeah. So she knows how to get the audience engaged and doesn't she angry and reactive. Did producers force you to be friendly with people you didn't really relate to on the show? Nah. They knew that whoever we didn't like, they knew that, but they didn't make us talk or do anything we didn't want to do. Because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, is it scripted? Is it this? Is it that? Do they make you do stuff? They don't make you do anything you don't want to do. I think what they do is like if the producer knows that if I hated you and my producer knew that I hated you, he would then go to your producer and be like, wait, <laughs> Liam hates Megan. Like you, he hates her. Got it? Let's tee this up. Yeah. And then my producer would come to me and be like, right, you need to address this and you need to go up and have your say. So, if they know that something's there, they want you to talk about it. But it's not like- we, you know, go do this or go talk to this person. Like, I know you hate this person, you know. So, they suggest things for you to do? Not suggest, but I I think they're more like, you hate this person, so address it. Like, don't sugarcoat it around it. Because they knew, like, like Bryce, they knew it. And the amount of times we went head to head, but it wasn't shown, 
they just knew it. So I couldn't sit there and go, oh, I hate Bryce, and then go up to the dinner party and be like, oh, hey, mate, how are you? Like, let's talk. My producer would be like, no, nah, mate, cut the shit. Like, this ain't flying. So they're like guiding you to be your best self. <laughs> like- yeah, they're pretty much like if you hate someone, voice it, don't hide back. Right. So mm. they're encouraging you to express your feelings. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because then I have other people like Beck saying, no, they told me if I didn't confront Bryce, we weren't leaving. Well, see, I don't know about that, but what happens behind closed doors if the producer pulled her out and said X, Y, and Z. But I know with me, they were just like, if you don't like it, go do it. Go do this. Go say that. And I'd be like, yeah, all right. All right. So, it might be different person to person. Yeah. Like, I know if they didn't get enough drama, we weren't allowed to leave. (laughs) We already knew that. Like, you'd be at the dinner party for fucking hours on end being like, someone just kick off. Like, someone do what you got to do to get out. Someone so, started controversy. Yeah, we knew that, but I don't know if anyone was pulled out to be like, oi. Like, I've got my suspicions with, you know, Georgia getting pulled out and then coming back with her phone and, and calling Samantha, you know, stuff like that. So, this is how I kind of am interpreting it. There's things bubbling under the surface with each person and the producers mm-hmm. basically squeeze it out of you yep. and force it out of you. Yeah. Whereas it might have been something that you wouldn't have addressed usually or you yep. might have just ignored, but they're like, no, actually, you should discuss that. Yes. Right. Yeah. But also, like, my producer, and hats off to him, he was also really clever where he'd be chatting to you like this and you'd think you'd just be chatting and, I, and I'd be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I fucking hate, you know, I hate this. And then he'd be like, oh, okay, dear. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, like I, I don't like Beck, you know, for example. And then he'd be like, right, so you don't like Beck. So then in a Voxy, he'd be like, so why don't you like Beck, Liam? And you'd be like, fuck, you got me good. So they're constantly taking notes on everything mm. you do and say. They're just clever. like Nadding it to their arsenal. Yeah. So they just know. They know how to pinpoint. And then you're like, no, I didn't say that. And they're like, well, you did, so come on. I think oh, they just call you out on your bullshit, you know. They're smart. Yeah. Like they just call it for it. Get lessons from them. Yeah. Someone else said, I want to know Liam's thoughts on Bryce. Was he as bad as everyone saw? (laughs) I knew this was coming. Look, me and Bryce did not see eye to eye, but what you see is what you get with Bryce. What we saw on camera was Bryce because he's been slagging me in the media for X, Y, and Z, and it's like, I've got no idea why you're even slagging me for it. He spread that rumor saying that you were paid $10,000 to sleep with a man during filming. Yeah, yeah. So like, Bryce, at least make something believable. I know producers I like, do not have that type of budget. But it, I was like, mean, if <laughs> someone offered me 10 grand, I'm like, come on it. Like, you would have seen a, a cheat with a dude. Like, do you know what I mean? It's 10 grand because I got whiff of that and I listened to the radio and he was saying that I was offered 10 grand to cheat and then I told my brother in the car, which the people I was with in the car then told Bryce, mate, you don't even know my brother. You don't even know my brother's mates. Like, and how that even came up, I don't even know how that could even come into someone's head. Well, how the fuck would Bryce know? Do you know what I mean? Like, it just, the story didn't even make sense to me. And I think he said it after you were spotted hanging out with someone he didn't like. It was reactive to something, uh, like it's what he did with Samantha. Right. When it was aired that she had called him out about the secret girlfriend. Yeah. The next day in the media, or he was on his Twitter page spreading all of this shit about- And I'm like, at least wait a few weeks to make it right. look like you're not just reacting to what she did to you. Oh, yeah. I think it was it's when I- so, It's like with me, when he calls me out, it's like he literally does it straight away. It's like, if you were smart, you would wait mm. and do it not straight away. I don't even like wasting my energy on that. Yeah, let's but, move on. <laughs> no, because I think what it was- Before we move on. I think it was, I said an interview that- and I don't think it was bad. I just said that Melissa, if Bryce killed someone, Melissa would defend him and say, no, 
No, oh, he didn't. Right. And then the next day came out that I was offered 10 grand to cheat and do X, Y, and Z. And, Such you know, a there's coincidence, a rumor that I didn't sleep with Georgia. Like he just went to town and I was like, bro, what's your issue? Just because you don't get along with them, it doesn't have to be anything. Like I you don't see me slag and you're off. I did hear that rumor that you and Georgia weren't sleeping together and you were pretending. We were just pretending, yeah. Is that true? No. Like I've got definitely sleeping photos together, definitely and I've got everything on my- Oh, photos. Well, well, not videos, but like, <laughs> oh. you know, Georgia went on set with a huge ass hickey. She did like, oh, this is some real tea. <laughs> on our honeymoon, we were drunk doing the honesty box. Like oh, we were hammered. And then we came back and things started getting hot and heavy with me and Georgia and we were about to- do it and our producer walked in like barred straight in i had to throw georgia off me i then was like backed up into a corner hunched over because you know what happens with the male when the blood goes down there in the corner i've been all like holy fuck i had the camera crew the sound guy and they were all like oh what did we just walk in on the stuff that happened and i was like bryce i don't know where this is coming from like i even hate having to sit here and trying to defend that do you know what i mean so, the joys. Confirmed. But no, Bryce is what you get. Someone else said, do you think Kerry and Johnny are just as bad as Jason and Georgia? In what content? <laughs> I don't know. That was, that was all they said. Just as bad as I Johnny. Guess, like, a part oh, of the video? Well, I guess I interpret it as like, we know that Jason's fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. I think Kerry and Johnny are like putting out this facade that they're like nice uh, people. Yeah. Like, do you think this is how I'm interpreting it? Do you think that that's who they are or is it kind of an act or are they just as bad as the others but pretending they're not? Look, Kerry's a beautiful soul. I think what you see with Kerry is what you get. I don't know with Johnny and that's the truth. I don't know with Johnny. I think there's a hidden book or I don't know if he went on there for fame and he wanted to boost his career because the rumour is that he was a paid actor and came onto the show and not unfortunately but he fell in love with Kerry and their relationship worked. But prior to that, apparently it was all fake and blah, 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 blah. But no, nah, look, Carrie, you know, she's a beautiful soul. And because Carrie wasn't really part of the video, like she was there, she laughed, she didn't shut it down, disappointed. But I don't know if she, if she heard it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But what I can go off is what I knew her from filming and bits and pieces. I don't think Johnny's as bad as Jason. Like, I, think I don't that, think anyone's as like bad that's as Jason. Up there. <laughs> I don't even think Bryce like, is as bad as Jason you know, at this point. Like in that, time. That's huge. Jason's just superseded Bryce at this point. Mm, like it's just, I thought I fucking hate waste energy on them. But Johnny, I think what he did with the video was neck and neck. You know, the by comments, by the pool, all of that. It's next level. As a person, I think, you know, Johnny would never go out of your way or out of his way to deliberately hurt someone or make them upset. Or, you know, I think he put some drink into Johnny and he's someone else. I think they're great, you know, great people. What was your honest opinion of the main players? I love how this is worded. Main players during filming. Beck, Jake, Bryce, Melissa. We've already answered Bryce. Beck, you're really good friends with? Yeah, so me and Beck headed off. Like her banter was through the roof. Producers wanted us to get together. Aww. Like the banter Cheating was, scandal. Yeah, well, I think they really wanted it. When oh, wow. they saw us, I think it was the first or second dinner party, they were asking questions, me and my Voxies, like, what do you think about Beck? Like, do you think you and Beck have something there? And apparently what I was told come to end is that producers had bets on us getting with each other. But I think with Beck, she's just a straight shooter. She's honest. What you see is what you get. She's not going to hide back. I think she had a shit edit. She's just, yeah, strong-minded. Melissa, there was a lot of th- we didn't see about Melissa. So, like, I know- Beck called her a wet blanket last interview. Yeah. Do you agree? <laughs> well, yeah, like, because I know- 
my first dinner party where you see me talking to Melissa and they made out like I was being this bitch trying to get her to spill the tea. That was me just trying to say, look, there's more to you. I know there's more to you that we're not seeing. And look, she took offense to that. But look, I think they played the game hard. They knew exactly like, you know, Melissa didn't tell me certain things, but then she told Johnny one dinner party. She knew who they wanted on their side and what to do. How can someone sit there with all the truth and not bat an eyelid? Mm. Like that that just... Because I had a soft spot for her, Melissa, at one point. She got up on the couch and spoke about her past and that and it like related with me and I actually felt for her. If she's happy, she's happy. But they played a game good. Pray for Melissa. What about Jake? I was friends with Jake during filming. Um, so I can only go off what I saw of Jake. I wasn't behind closed doors with Beck and Jake. I wasn't anything like that. I can only go off what I saw and it was nice to me. Like we got along really well. So what I saw on camera was what I got, but then everything happens behind closed doors. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, your experience was good and then- Yeah. Like but then you hear obviously yeah. what Beck's gone through and then and that's it's like, right. oh, and it's casting only, doubt. That's right. And that was behind closed doors with her and Jake. So, you know, no one knew you, what yeah. was happening behind closed doors. I mean, Georgia. Yeah. Everyone thought we were solid. So. And again, that's between you guys. It doesn't mean that you have to that's hate it. Jake because- That's it. Of what happened with him and yeah. Beck. Are you still friends with Sam and Booker, Samantha and Booker? Why are you smiling like that? Because <laughs> I can't. I'm so I can't even lie. Yeah, so I'm good friends with Booker. We talk. We talk all the time. What happened to Samantha? Nothing happened between me and Samantha. Sorry, nothing happened. Just to make that clear, we're like, still friends. Why are you <laughs> what happened? Nothing. See, this is why I'm shit at lying. I can't. I literally lie. was like, thought that was the easiest question yet. I'm like, are you still friends with Sam? I was like, maybe it's not me. Even- maybe I'm the worst. I was at like, it. I'm not even going to ask that because I know that you are. And then you pulled this weird face. <laughs> what happened with Sam? No, like, we're still friends. We still talk from time to time. Right. Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Do you still talk to Slim Shady and Alana? <laughs> <laughs> I talk to Alana all the time. I haven't not spoken to Sam since. You weren't even on the show when Sam was there. I don't know why no. they asked about him. So, me and him, we hit it off at the reunion and we spoke, but then that was it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I speak to Alana all the I've time. i got a soft spot for Slim Shady. Mm, do you? <laughs> yeah, no, he's cool. What else did Married at First Sight cover up other than the awful biphobic and fatphobic video? <sighs> How long do we have? How long do we have? Nah. Well, uh, what would be the second biggest thing? I don't know. That's a hard one. Because to me, it was just that video. The rest, they covered up the final vows for us. They covered up- Your whole storyline. Our whole storyline pretty <laughs> much was covered up. You know, they didn't show the fight. They didn't show this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, our whole storyline was covered up. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Has Channel 9 apologized for or explained his edit? Sending love and thank you for lifting the lid on it. No. No. So no, I haven't no. heard from anyone. It's no one from Channel 9. Isn't it? Like legit zero. Oh, this is a good one. Mm. What do you think about the experts? <laughs> I thought they were right hoot. <laughs> I loved I loved them all. They all played a different character. Well, not different character, but they were all so different and mm. so unique. Like, look, we only saw them out on the couch and that was it. Obviously I spoke to them prior to going on when you do your, you know, fifteen minute. 45-minute video chat with them. But, yeah, they were cool. Because they judged you pretty harshly. Bloody oath. Like, do you think that was fair? Because they could only judge what was on the couch and you couldn't really explain anything or really go off what you could see. Like, obviously, we all know they wear ear pieces mm. and we all know who's in their ear. 
But but then I guess if they're only reacting to the footage that they're being shown, that's it. And then it's your thing was covered up completely. Mm. It's kind of hard for them. Yeah, like it was a touchy one because even at the reunion, when I was crying, I looked and Mel started crying because she had personal stuff going on and she could relate to me. Oh wow! So we actually spoke outside. And we had a big chat about it, big hug, big everything. And she's like, I was literally crying because what you were saying is what is going on. And I was like, fuck. With her? Shit. What do you mean? No, not with her. Like, what God, no, mean? God, no. Just a family member right. from her. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So there was just what I was saying could just relate to a yeah, situation she had gone through. But she wasn't family. able to express that on the couch. No, she couldn't express it. No, 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 no. It's kind of shit. Like, yeah. they're literally just puppets. Yeah, yeah. Like, it would have been great to sit there and actually chat and be like, okay, yeah. This is what happens, blah, 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 blah. We can relate because so many people can relate to my story mm. or anything whatsoever like that. Or know someone in your position. And then position. you look, yeah, or know someone in my position. And then you look at Mel who knew someone mm. who was in the same position as me and she couldn't even talk about it. And it was just like, well, there you go. But they're cool. Interesting answer. Mm. What do you think about the petition that was started this year to hold Channel 9 to account and the fact that they said that? Contestants' well-being is their number one priority. Do you agree with that from your experience? <laughs> like they do care about our well-being, but is it a top priority? I don't think so. We were in that apartment 24-7. If we went filming, we were in there. Like we only got designated time or something to go out. And, that and was COVID. The, yeah, and COVID You're on in top there of more that. more than what you would have usually yeah. been. So if you think those apartments were tiny as mm. shit and barely you don't even know someone, you're trying to get to know someone. And, you know, your mental health just goes to shit. Like, I know come the end, I was nuts. Like, my mental health was shot because of it. And I think a lot of people, like, I think Beck t- um, touched base on it, Booker. So, yeah, I don't think it's a priority. They care to an extent, but then it's like, well, what's going to make good drama? So, the show is the top priority mm. above all yeah. else. Yeah. How much are you paid? It's like 150 or something. Like, it's not that big at all. 1200 a week or something. And you got to buy your own groceries. Got to buy your own groceries. Do you get an allowance for that? No, it's all included. Yeah, so you got to buy groceries, if your outfits, you got to buy outfits, you got to oh buy God. everything on that money. And then not on enough. top of that, you need to then, if you've got rent or if you've got a mortgage or if you've got bills, all of that. So you need one outfit and makeup and hair and stuff a week for yeah. girls. Yep. Food every day, plus you don't really have a big kitchen to- no. No. The fridge was only tiny, wasn't it? The fridge was tiny. Like a like bar a ba- fridge? You, some people got bar fridges and then some people got like a- I saw a, a bar little, fridge, A little yeah. bigger one. We had like a little bigger one than a bar fridge. So, not even that much room not to put groceries. That, no, you so, you would have been eating takeaway yeah. a lot. Like me and Georgia got Uber Eats all the time. That would have been expensive yeah. as well. Yeah. So, you got to take that into consideration. Yeah, all your different wardrobe changes. And then plus, like if you submit an item and it gets rejected, you then have to go buy something else. They should be giving so, you an, a wardrobe allowance. You'd think so. Well, you'd think they'd have to have somewhere. Some vouchers, some clothes you could borrow. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think they'd have to have clothes from a different set or, you know, no. So it's like, it's tight. Who was on maps for a blue tick? (laughs) (laughs) Who wasn't? (laughs) Look, it's probably easier to say who wasn't. I think Patrick, Belinda, (laughs) Kerry, I wasn't for the blue tick. I think there was four to five that weren't for the blue tick. The rest were for blue ticks. Who's the ones that weren't? So, weren't was Patrick, Belinda, myself, Kerry. Yeah, I think that's probably it. <laughs> Booker, because she already had one. Oh, Booker, because she already had one. Do you really think Patrick I wasn't? have a feeling like Cam, like I don't think he really gave two shits about the tick, to be honest. 
Do you really think Patrick wasn't? He was first to go to Dr. D and get his veneers done. Was he? Yeah, he seems to be loving it. No, Joe was. Joe oh, was the was first she? one to go to Dr. Oh, D. Oh, God, there's already yeah. been so many Dr. D yeah. victims. Because I know, because it went, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it went Joe, Bryce, Patrick. Right. Patrick does look good. He does. He seems to look on point. But no, I think they didn't want blue ticks. The rest, they can sit here and say they didn't want it, but hands down, the rest wanted it. Has Channel 9 come after you for breaking your contract by speaking about that video? No. So the rants and that, no, like, no one's come for me. Are they going to come for me after this? Oof, who knows? Well, no one else. They haven't gone for anyone else. So, well, I don't think they really care. Like, I honestly don't think they care. Once the show's, on, care, the show's over, they've got their ratings. I don't think they could. Like, could you imagine if they came to me being like, you're speaking out about the video? Like, it, they would have to literally admit that what they did is wrong. So, they wouldn't well, admit it. Do you know what I mean? If they sued you for breaking your contract, you would have to go to court. Mm. And then in court, you'd both have to submit evidence. So, you could subpoena all of the footage from filming yeah. and say, well, you know, I was forced. They didn't yeah. show X, Y, Z. You could use the video that about that Jason made. That's it. Like, they would dig their hole so big that- But I think that would then clarify that what they did was wrong and they would have to admit that they were wrong. So, I don't think they would do it in my case. Do you know what I mean? I don't think they would do it in any uh, case. It would just open up such a can of worms mm, for everyone. That's it. Such a headache. I just think they're like, oh, just and I think if you want, like, And look how many contestants have broken contracts. Yeah. Like everyone does it. Well, I think if they really cared, then you would make the contract tighter. Because mm. it's just a D. Like it's not a- Oh, so yeah. it's not an actual contract. No, it's just a deed. So yeah. it's not actually legally standing. Mm. It's not a proper contract. It's a deed that you were obliged That's by XYZ. Oops. Hearing it here <laughs> first. Future contestants. Oh, shit. Don't put that in though. Shit. <laughs> they really will tighten it. Yeah. Do you still believe Georgia is your soulmate? That's actually a really hard one. I know you wrote that she was on your last Instagram post about her. You said- Yeah, so that last Instagram post was me. I do believe she is a soulmate. Like, I miss her all the time. And as warped as that sounds, I do. Like, I still care about it. I still want to pick up the phone and text her and be like, hey, how are you? How are you going? Like- do you want to catch up? Do you want to do this? Because there was something about her that I can't explain. Like there was something there. But in my head, it was like, how do you get past the trust that was broken? How do you get past that? You can't get past it. So you can't be with each other. But then it's like, when you probably know that's your soulmate, how can you not get past it? Mm. So it's such a hard one. Would you ever consider like making amends or giving it another shot with Georgia? Well, she's blocked me on everything. What if she tried to, like, make amends or apologise or right the wrongs? Would you be open to, like, exploring that or, like, forgiving her or giving another go? See, I don't think you can truly forgive on that one, but I think I would. Yeah. Like, I think I would try no. and give another go. Just, like, because – and as much as I try and reiterate, like, I did love her. Like, hands down loved her. Like, um, on my deliberation, I realise and I – cried and they I don't think they played it but I was like I love her like you saw in my face it was like a light bulb and I was like what the fuck like I, I love this girl what am I doing so yeah no I, I truly cared for her like I truly thought that yeah we were going to go back to Brisbane be with each other make a life with each other and then all of this came out so it's like when you think you thought something and it doesn't happen like you just what the fuck do you do mm. you know so, That's yeah, it's so hard. Sad. It was so close to working out. Yeah, it was really close. And it was just such stupid, two stupid little fights. Like, how the hell can you not get over two stupid little fights? Unfortunately, you know, there was people in Georgia's ears telling her not to get with me or not to do this or blah, 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 blah. But, like, to sit here and think, I still want to call her. There's days where I'm like, oh, I wonder what she's doing or we could go do this or 
Like I still have photos of us on our phone. I still have mm. videos of us. I still have everything. I haven't deleted one thing. And that last post was legit true. Yeah. Very mature. Mm. Seeing how Georgia has lapped up the limelight, do you feel she went on the show for the wrong reasons? Yeah. So I feel like she was there, like as much as I asked her and she denied it, she was there for her business, for the bikini line, to get the blue tick, to grow her career and see what her and her mum could gain from the show. You know, there's little things that her mum was writing a book and then Georgia got accepted on the show. So her mum added a chapter of Georgia in the book and then put Georgia on the back cover because she was on the show and they knew it was coming out. So there was just little things like that. Savvy. She was the first, like she was leaked and we all started thinking, how the hell did you get leaked into the press when no one really knew, no one knew anything. Like I was very discreet, didn't want anyone to know about it. And then next thing you know, whole profile got leaked. So it was things like that. So, yeah, no, I adamant that she was on there just for fame. Chris Jenner works hard, but Jane works oh, harder. Dr. Jane works harder. Hardcore works harder. <laughs> yeah. How did you feel when Georgia asked, brackets, in an offensive way, if you could be monogamous with her? Mm, that was the same thing. Like, even thing that, I was like, you don't, you don't know me. Like, you don't understand. Like, you're, you're saying you understand, you're supportive, but all these questions you keep saying, same thing, just because you're bisexual doesn't mean, you know, you want X, Y, and Z. I, I wanted to be with Georgia. I only had eyes for Georgia. I only cared for Georgia. So, it was very disheartening. You know, every time there was questions like that, I know a lot of people were like, oh, maybe she just didn't understand or maybe, no, she just, I think when I was speaking, she wouldn't really listen. <laughs> so, then you'd get those questions because it's like, hang on, what? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think LGBTQI plus people are matched or married at first sight with only drama in mind by producers? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. And I think that's why when I touched base before, I was hesitant to be matched with a guy or anyone from that because I knew it would have been drama. It would have been complete opposite to what I want or what I'm attracted to. So I knew from day one I would have been set up to fail. So I knew doing it, I, I didn't want to take the risk. Like it wasn't doing it. And I think same thing, like I think moving forward, if you do get someone else from the community on the show, either they're going to try and write wrong or it's going to be another shit drama show. Do you think they've ruined like the opportunity to represent people that aren't like straight white Australians oh, on God the show? Yeah. God, yeah. Like you could, why not transgender? Why not like, there's not just white people out there. Like come off it. Get trans, get lesbians, gay, whatever. You, you know, there's so many out there and it's just confined to the whites. <laughs> it's like knock it off. Hmm, it's 2021. They're That's a it. little bit behind. That's it. And it's just, I don't know. It's kind of disappointing to see because I do think Australia is behind, but you look at how we're evolving and, you know, the different genders coming out and all of this and yet I feel some shows are so far back in the 90s, mm. but we're here where we are now. So if they adapt and grow, you could really make history and really grow and really make people understand that this is okay, this is accepted. You see it on TV, people don't accept it. Mm. And you also know? like when they do have a person of colour on the show, it's always gimmicky. It's always mm -hmm. like a bit of a joke. It's always yeah. like they play that role and they That's tick it. the box and then they're not actually yeah. a serious contender or they're not taken seriously. That's it. It's just literally ticking a box. Mm. Like I think part of me why I was chosen was to tick that box. Like, yes, look. We now have a bisexual on the show. Come on, like we are accepting, we are this, we are that. Now they're going to make a strong stand and I bet you anything there, there's going to be you know, a gay couple. I, I Hands down, I think there's going to be something this year. Transgender, hopefully, maybe. Well, that'd be great. Like there should be. 
you know, I've had actually people reached out to me by Instagram saying, hey, I'm actually transgender. I've actually applied, but I keep getting knocked back. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's like, mm, okay, I wonder why. Maybe it's like too hard basket for them. They don't know how to deal with it. Can't be bothered dealing with it. It's too That's hard it. for them. But then I know? think like if you sat there and actually talked it's to the contestant, work. you could easily knock it out of the park. You could easily get something done being like, hey, all right, great. Let's talk about this. Because they wanted me to talk about being bisexual and what it is and how you go about it in life. Like, there was so much that I answered, but they didn't air it. Mm. Mm. Crazy. I think it'd be such a good storyline. So interesting viewers would be like, this is amazing to see inside into like yes. this person. That's it. And the fact that they're turning away transgender people is just crazy. Yeah. I was shocked when I heard it. Because the like, show, mm. what's been eight seasons now, same storyline, cheating scandal, secret part, like whatever. It's That's always it. like, shake it up. It's another, a new, whole new storyline, a whole new mm-hmm. area for them to delve into. That's it. And if you're worried about losing some, you know, viewers, I would rather lose those backwards viewers and gain more viewers now by having trans, by having someone completely mm. different or having a whole different storyline. You're correct. Like, you know, you get the, you can, even on our show, you can pinpoint who was like last season, mm. who's identical like last season. Like the it's, same character. Yeah, it's so. one thing after the other. Hey, I have a question for Liam, but it's too long for the question box. I was wondering how he felt about the portrayal of his bisexuality on the show. As part of the LGBT community, I felt uncomfortable when they kind of played it like, oh, he's had fun with men, but wants to settle down with a woman so he can have a family. I was wondering if that's how he actually feels, especially considering how feasible it is to have a same gender family these days, or if that was the production. What a great question. Great question. Love it. Tick it. <laughs> um, no, look, I know you can have a family with a guy or you can do anything like that. That wasn't anything my intentions whatsoever. I think they did play it off differently and they worded it very wrong and did everything like that because I would have happily gone on with a guy, would have done everything like that, but they went the female route and then- yeah, I was like, you know, I want to have family with that because they didn't leave out. Because I think with my backstory, because they didn't play my mother, they only played that tiny bit about my dad. And then you hear me being like, and I want to have a family and not give it to one another. <laughs> but it's like, I would happily have a family with a guy. It's very accessible and you can do it. So Okay, so guys out there who might yeah. be wanting to date you. <laughs> if you want to date me and have kids, that's cool. You're open to that. Very open to it. Did you feel pressured to be representing sexuality, diversity, the bisexual community and the LGBTQI plus community on Australian TV since it's something that is so rare? I didn't feel pressure. I felt that I didn't want to disappoint or I didn't want to let anyone down. So maybe that is pressure. But I also didn't want to say the wrong thing. Like I didn't want to go out there and preach something if I was completely wrong. So, yeah, probably there was some pressure, yeah, because, you know, I wanted to get out there and I really wanted to represent. Like, as much as it was me coming out, I'm still proud to be who I am. Like, I'm still very proud to be bisexual and everything I stand for. So, if I could educate the smallest minority, I was going to do it. And it's disappointing because there were so many couch sessions. Like, me and Alessandro had this big chat about labels and nothing and we should live in a world without labels and it'd be beautiful. Didn't go to air. So, stuff like that, but- I guess there was like always going to be pressure considering that you were the first ever bisexual mm. contestant that they'd have, well, male contestant That's it. on the show. And I think you did do it justice. And mm. I think it's even as shitty as what happened to you was, it's kind of like highlighted a lot of problems. That's it. Whereas if it was just like all rosy and like the video wasn't made or whatever, mm. we kind of was like non-eventful. That's it. Whereas I feel like the video, as bad as it was, 
it really blew everything up. It yeah. blew all of these issues up. It put it to the forefront of everyone's minds. It was yeah. we were talking about it. So I think that was one positive of that mm. video. And I mean, you had to go through suffering and stuff, but I think that it opened up such an important conversation yeah. in the country. Like that That's was it. what everyone was talking about. Yeah, and it did. Which is great. It, it sparked a lot of conversations, which is good. It it needed to happen, even though everything you know it was shit going through it, but. Yeah, it, it needs to spark, it needs to happen. So, And on the other side of that as well, the result has been that all this awareness has been created yes. because of you. That's it. But I think you handled kind of, it amazing and speaking out yeah. about it and explaining to people why and all of that. It's mm. been like I learned so much mm. from what I saw and from you explaining it and That's from it. hearing what other people were saying about mm. it as well, like the comments and everything like that. So it's one positive, I guess. Speaking of explaining things, mm. this question actually is a really good one. They said, you labelled yourself as bi on the show, but you get upset when others call you bi. Can you explain that? So, if I didn't have to label myself on the show, I wouldn't have. So, from the very get-go, I remember even doing the process to be on the show. Like, I still had to go through the process. I even said I hate labels. I hate even saying I'm bisexual. I hate even having to come out and say that, hey, I'm bisexual because, you know, I've said it multiple times, heterosexuals don't do it. You don't walk around and be like, hey, I'm single, so why should we? <laughs> hey, I'm straight. Right? So, oh, yeah, straight, sorry, not single. Both. Uh, <laughs> both, both. The show, I think they were just like, this is our first bisexual, so we are going to emphasize on you being bisexual. Like I remember doing the backstory and I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm bisexual. And they're like, now you need to explain what bisexual is. And it's like, why well, the fuck do I have to explain that? Like, it's you into men and women. And they're like, no, but people don't understand that. So, you need to talk about it. So, it was they labeled me as in, you are bisexual. Otherwise, I would have went on the show being like, oh, yeah, at the very start, I'm bisexual. That's it. Bye. Do the show. So, I hate it, but they wanted to put the label on me. Right. Yeah. Did you expect to see more or less storylines involving your sexuality? Less stories. Yeah. Like, I thought it wouldn't be an issue. I thought it would have been like, first bisexual ever. Done. Like, <laughs> that's, it. that's it. And now I, th I thought it would have been like, you know, Liam and Georgia do this, blah, 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 blah. And that's my rant. Like, yes, I'm the first bisexual, but I am also just Liam Cooper. Like, I'm not Liam Cooper, the bisexual goes to the beach. <laughs> like, all right, guys, cool. Thank you very much. But you can just write Liam goes to the beach, not the bisexual Liam. Does my head in. Did you intend to become a bi icon when you signed up for maths? Because he totes is one now. <laughs> <laughs> Bless. No, I didn't. Like, I didn't sign up for to even be a gay icon or bi icon or anything like that. I didn't even come in to be like, this is what I want to do. I think it kind of, when I started to see everything falling apart and how they were treating me and what was going on, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to stand for this. I'm going to speak up. Let's actually talk about it. And I guess it's just led to where it is now, which I'm proud and happy to be. No, I literally just went on the show just because I was single for six years. I know people say it, but I was like, fuck it, it's COVID. If, <laughs> if they're going to find me someone, they'll find me someone. What do you feel about the representation of male bisexuals compared to female bisexuals? Uh, this is such you? a good one. It's such a good one. Because what, Booker's bisexual yep. was not mentioned once on Wasn't the show. at all. And it's that like- It's crazy. Here I come along and, you know, if you get a female who's bisexual in the Australian world, it's hot. It's like, yeah, she's into women. If I date her, then I get two women. It's kind of like praised upon if you're a woman and you're bisexual. But if you're a male- cool. Yeah, and you're bisexual, it's like, nah- you're definitely gay. Like you're lying to yourself. You know, you get other males like, oh, that's gross. Or you get that stigma like, or if if I'm in a room with Liam, he's going to try and hit on me. Like he's bisexual, so he's into dudes, so he's going to touch me. It's that whole 
fucked up stigma around it. And it's like, well, why is it okay for a female to be bisexual, but it's not because of a male? Like it's just There really is such a difference backwards. between yeah. those girls. It's like, oh, hot, she's hooking up with a chick. Like, that's but it. then when it's guys, it's like, oh. That's it. Like if that's gay I was to make out with a guy in the street, you'd probably get, you know, the looks, the snars, the this, the that. But if two females made out in the street, you'd get like wolf whistles, you'd get claps, you'd get this, you'd be praised upon it. It's like, what? I don't understand. But it's the same thing with the show. They all knew about Booker. They didn't mention it once. It wasn't an issue, no topic, no. The Daily Mail articles, you don't see them labeling Booker as the bisexual Booker. Like it's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so warped. Do you think that there is more bi erasure in media when it comes to male bisexuality? I guess you've kind of answered that. Mm. I get that's what it's called, right? Bi erasure, where people believe so. that guys can't be bisexual. They're just either straight oh, or yeah. gay. Yeah, it's one or the other. It can't be in between. Like, a, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're just transitioning. I'm like, no, I'm not transitioning. And I even said to the show, I was like, the day my dick doesn't get hard for one or the other is the day I will know where I go. Like, and that's what it is. And people are like, no, you're lying to yourself. Just come out as gay. And so like, I would have no issue. I'd put my hand up and be like, yep, proud, I'm gay. This is what it is. But it's not. But then I can't label myself as straight because mm. I can go between both. It's like with girls, I'm just thinking back, like whenever I've seen girls hooking up, no one's thinking, oh, she must be a lesbian. It's mm. just like, oh, it's hot. Like, yeah, and that's what I mean. So if you're different. at a club, he's like, oh, friends are just response. hooking up. Yeah. 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 And even like girlfriends can like just hook up whenever and mm-hmm. it's not like, she's a lesbian. It's yeah. crazy, hey? Well, that's the thing. Like if two friends that are chicks just hook up, they can hook up in front of guys and they think it's, you know, mm. it's nothing. But if I was straight and I hooked up with my straight mate, mm-hmm. oh, you guys go, who the fuck does that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's so backwards. Lots of listeners writing in to mm-hmm. ask if you're single now. Tell us, are you? I'm not. Oh. No, no, I am. Screw. <laughs> I am. Sorry, sorry. So, you mentioned before that you were annoyed that people were referring to you as Liam the bisexual. Mm-hmm. People then asked me like, well, Liam calls himself bisexual and I have referred to you as the first maths bisexual. The show referred to you as that. Can you explain what the difference is and why you got upset when the Daily Mail and the Herald Sun referred to you as Liam Cooper, the bisexual in those articles? Yeah, because I think it's, yes, I am bisexual and I was the first ever bisexual on the show. That's fine. But it's when you go into articles, it's like, like I've said, Liam Cooper, the bisexual goes clubbing with Samuel Levi or Liam Cooper, the bisexual walks his dog. It's like, you don't have to label me as the bisexual just because I am bisexual. I don't understand that why they have to do it. So, like, it's fine to mention it when it's relevant to the story, but when yeah. it's not relevant, like, you going to the beach or you doing something that everyone else is doing. That's right. Like, it's not, like, mentioned for anyone else that it shouldn't be mentioned that's for you. Right. But if it's relevant, whereas it's, like, so, math's the first milestone or whatever, right. that's fine. Yeah. So, if it was, like, you know, Liam Cooper was the first ever bisexual on the show, bisexual- Married first sight, that's fine. But if it's just a shitty little, you know, I'm going clubbing, why can't you just say Liam Cooper attends event? Why is it Liam Cooper, the bisexual, attends event? Yeah, like what does your sexuality have to do with you attending that event? Can we talk about the Samuel Levi rumours? So the Daily Mail reported that you and Samuel Levi, who is a New Zealand Married at First Sight Mm -hmm. contestant who is, I believe, gay, Mm -hmm. they assume that you guys were dating because you're at an event together posing for photos. That's it. How did that feel to you? Well, it was just not that I was disappointed or anything, but it was a stigma around it. It was just like, you know, you got two people from the LGBTQI plus community in a club, so automatically we're dating. Like the assumption like, that here you're dating. we go, like 
just because Samuel's gay and I'm bisexual, boom, they're dating. Like if, if we were two straight guys in a club, you wouldn't get it. If we weren't part of the community, we still wouldn't get it. But it's just that assumption that, yep, just because we're in a club. And if you look at those photos, they labeled it, oh, Liam embraces a hug <laughs> or something from Samuel, but it's literally my arm around him posing for a photo. <laughs> so how you can say that that's a hug and this is that, like, you know, I think Sam's a great guy. I only met him at Big Gay Day because we literally attended an event together, met each other, started chatting. He can relate to a lot of things that I've gone through on the show. He's a great guy. Like, if I want to date him, I'll date him. There's no hidden thing. That wasn't me with my post. It wasn't me trying to be like, ooh, I don't want to date this guy or there's like that. It was simply just saying that you can't just assume just because we're at a club that we're together. And that because you're both and we're both open to dating That's guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so It'd be warped. so annoying. Just every yeah. guy you seem with, assuming that you guys are dating or- Well, that's it. Like, you know, if I go out for breakfast like with my brother, like I don't want people just assuming because it's a guy mm. that I'm with them. Like I can go have a drink with a guy and not have someone come up to me and be like, are you dating? Like, well, are you dating Liam now? I wouldn't want anyone assuming that about me right. either. So it's just, mm. it's just warped the way they do it's it. It's very backwards, isn't it? Any plans for a podcast? I think. God no. <laughs> After this one, there's no need. God no. No like, Bryce look, if, podcast spilling tea about yourself. Or look, if people want to vlog their own podcast and do it, like good on you. But please make a podcast fun, like <laughs> at least. The shame. So, would you ever do reality TV again? If so, what show? I keep getting asked, would I do The Bachelor? you know, buy batchy like what they're doing now. I would do that. I would also, I wouldn't mind doing like, I even hate the word, but I'm a celebrity, get me out, just to go into the jungle and, you know, eat that grubby shit. Like I'm down for that. Apparently they're looking at Bryce, so let's petition to get <sighs> you instead of Bryce. <laughs> Look, if they want I'm a celebrity producer if you're listening. Please. Put, put me on. I'm down to go. I don't know if I could do another love one. I don't know. That'd be hard. You know what? You'd be so good on the block because you're doing Renos at the moment. I am doing Renos. Yeah, so good on the block. but it's Channel Nine, so I don't think that would have me uh, on there. Damn. Yeah, that's I'll like, do it. That's my favorite show. I'm dying mm. to go on. Maybe you can oh, yeah. maybe we could team go up and on do together. It. Yeah, right. Let's do it. But I don't know. Never say never. If it came my way, I'd think about it. But I didn't go on there to go on to some girls. So like if another opportunity, if another opportunity came to you, you'd yeah. consider it. I'd consider it. Yeah. Are you still working in correction slash probation? <laughs> No, that is so sad. Like, no. Why? So, that was my career for eight years and I get it quite a bit. Why? So, the inmates love the show, (laughs) like froth over the show. I had an inmate email me some tea about Jessica Power. Ah, true. Literally from the- She's like, hey, I'm just letting you know, like, all the women in prison love your podcast. Dang. She's like, we watch, and I was like, I didn't even know you guys had TVs and all of this oh, yeah. stuff in there. She's like, no, we have TVs. We all sit Xboxes, around and watch you it name together. It. Yeah. It's like, God, it sounds everything. like. And then I said to her, it sounds like a fun sleepover. And she's like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, hardcore not. But you yeah, know, the inmates love it. Other seasons, you'd walk around and you'd have grown ass men who have like murdered, who have done some serious shit sitting there bitching like schoolgirls about. <laughs> A contestant, one of the females, like, oh, did you? And they'd come up to me, oh, did you hear this contestant is this? And you're like, oh, no, nah, but yeah, cool, okay. So it was just unsafe for me because they knew so much about me. Like before they only just uh, knew okay. me as Cooper, which was the last name. That's all they knew me as. So they'd come to me and, oh, Officer Cooper, blah, 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 blah. Can you help me with this? But then going on the show, they knew too much. So they thought, right. you know, if an inmate came up to me, they'd be like, oh, if you don't bring me in drugs, I'll kill you know, your brother or right. I know Georgia, so I'll do this, this and this. It was just too much of a safety risk for me to go in. 
So you're not able to go back to that career? No, done did, and dusted. Did you know that before going no. on maths that that was going to happen? No. So I got told I could return and then I went to return and like, yeah, no, we know what show you're on. You're not coming back. And I was like, oh. They probably should have been more upfront about yeah. that, like, like giving you more of a guidance because would yeah. you have still done it if you no, knew that you I would have lost done the your show. career? Yeah. So I went to my governor and was like, hey, I've been approached to your show. Couldn't tell him what the show was. It's just I've been approached to your show, blah, blah, blah. Can I get the time off? Can I go? He's like, yep, go. Done. Supportive. He had a son that was on MasterChef or already on a show. So he was like, yep, I understand. Go do it. I was like, you sure? And he's like, yep, just- Hit me up when you're back. You'll just come in. Bob's your uncle. So, yeah, hit them up in November, uh, December. And I was like, hey, I finished. Can I come back after Christmas? They got back to me. I think it was just before Christmas Eve. And they're like, nah, we know what show you're on. You can't come back. I'm That's like, heavy. Okay. Eight years down the drain. What do you do? That's heavy. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried other prisons? I haven't tried other prisons whatsoever because I'm just like, well- That's that. They know who I am. And I think that's the hard part. Like you go for job interviews or you go for anything and everyone just wants to talk about the show. Mm. Like they don't even care about you or your experience or your qualifications. It's like, oh, you're on the show. Tell me about the show. Like I tried to go back to- Five years later. Tell me about this. Yeah. Tell me about this. I would love to. Like I loved that job. But yeah, no, I can't go back. The stories. Oof. Do you feel that you are now a spokesperson for the LGBTQI plus community, at least on a reality TV front? And now I've got a platform, so I'm happy to speak and make awareness. Like I don't, I hate being like, oh, do you think this is who you are now? Like I'm honored and I'm proud to make awareness and speak up. And because of this show, it's given me a platform where I can, I can make awareness. I can bring up topics that people don't talk about or, so yeah, in a way it has. Yeah. I'd love to get more into the advocate side about it. Like I'd love to go to schools or get out there, charities, you name it, really get involved and talk more about it and make more awareness. Yeah, so it's something that I'd love to do. That'd yeah. be amazing. And people mm. obviously like would relate to you because they've seen you on TV and they feel mm. like they know you. You'd be such a good like be good. advocate, especially in schools. Kids God, would yeah. froth. <laughs> yeah, well, just the fact that you don't really talk about it in schools. You need to like normalize it per mm. se. So, yeah, I'd love to get out there, get more charities, get behind it, especially the youth because, like, you know, there's not much out there for the youth in that. Mm. Well, there is, but more making awareness of it. What's next for you? I would love to just return back to like normal if I could. I'd love to just slot back into my old job and just live my life. Mm, but um, that's definitely not going to happen. So, um, you know, I've signed with a really great management company. So I don't know what's going to come really. I'm open to a lot of things. So, you know, back in the day, you know, Married at First Sight was talking about me coming back, but obviously that mm. that has sunk and that's not happening. <laughs> Definitely not after this interview. Definitely not after this. <laughs> Although I've seen them, they've taken people who have done worse back. Yeah. The reunion, they had everyone back, everyone that's who'd slammed the show. Yeah. So never say never. I don't never think they never. really care. No. <laughs> as long but, as they get ratings. As long as they get ratings. But who knows? I don't know. I think the world, I just look at it like my world's an oyster now. So if something comes my way, and I want to, I'll jump on it. If not, I'll just get a job and live my life. <laughs> Looking back at your time on maths, would you do anything differently? My wording towards Georgia at the final dinner party, I probably would have worded that differently. That's probably the only thing. I don't regret it because it's it's who I am and I was very honest, too honest. But I probably wouldn't have been so harsh. That's probably the only thing I regret. The rest, I stick by and what I've done. Probably more, you know. <laughs> What's that Consideration word? and a bit of empathy, is it? Empathy. Yeah, empathy. yeah. I probably, yeah, I shouldn't have delivered it so hard. But, you know, Sometimes I did apologize and I regret <laughs> it. Like, how could I regret it? What do you want everyone to know about maths that we didn't get to see? Shit. 
<laughs> everything, your whole storyline. <laughs> My whole storyline, you didn't get to see that. And it's kind of sad because I think you guys really would have loved our relationship more, but I think it would have touched on different topics like my upbringing, the domestic violence, what people go through being bisexual. There's a whole lot of story that people didn't get to see. And I think they should have seen that. We've heard Liam speak about all of the bad things about maths. What was the best thing about being on maths? Look, just meeting everyone. Look, meeting Georgia as well. She opened my eyes up to a lot of things I learned. I grew from that show. You, you grow. Well, especially me anyway. I actually walked away from that show learning more about me than I ever did going on it. So... Probably that. It's like what intense therapy for eight weeks. Oh, I learning about you have nothing else to do but learn yeah, about yourself you and your behaviors. Yeah, because when we did my backstory, my producer was like, "Look, I'm going to ask you some questions. You're probably going to cry." And I was like, "Mate, I don't even think I have tear ducts. Like, I haven't cried <laughs> ever." And then he asked me one question, and I bawled. And I was like, "Shit, this is like therapy without paying for therapy." Mm. So it was beautiful. Like, and self reflection, I guess, yep. as well. Just stuff that you probably never think of or mm-hmm. get asked. Yeah, it was beautiful. Because you really don't, the way they ask. Because even my upbringing, when I'd be like, oh, no, I don't talk to my mum and dad, everyone's like, oh, okay, no worries. But producers were just like, <laughs> oh, that must have been really hard for you. Tell us about Tell it. Tell me like, more. Shit, I've never had a question like that whatsoever. <laughs> People probing. just brush it off kind of thing and they're like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, my bad. So I was like, wow. Because I was very private before the show and that was the one thing that I kind of struggled with going on. And then now I'm like, okay, this is it. Let's talk about it. How are you coping post-maths and dealing with all the bullshit? P.S. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Slide into my DM. Look, it's kind of died down now. At the start, I was getting trolled hard. You know, Because of the Georgia hate? The Georgia hate, homophobic people. Oh, wow. You name it. Like, you know, I had one guy that said, you know, I hope your face gets bashed in. Like, I'll come do oh it. God. I'll do this. You're ugly. You're this. You're that. That's horrible. People jumping on, being like, what you did to Georgia, you're fucked. Like, you're just a pure gay faggot, blah, oh blah, blah. God. And it's like, woof. There was a time because I was reading all these and I was like, like, shit. And I'm not even like, I'm not even trying to like blow wind up your ass. But if it wasn't for your Facebook group, and the support I got from that, I would have mm. literally, because I was like, nah, everyone hates me. The whole world hates me. I'm done. And then it, it wasn't for you being like, hey, I want to put you in this group. And I saw the support and the love from the So Dramatic Army oh, changed shout everything. Out. Yeah, shout out to legit, the drama yeah. army. Yeah. How awesome are they? Yeah. Best like, community ever. Mm. So supportive. Because they, they were probably the only group that started to support me. And then when I read it, I was like, hang on, there's actually people out there that support and understand. So it changed my whole thinking process around it all. Mm, yeah. I love that. Yeah. But they're so like, they will literally fight to the death for you. So That's I'm like, it. literally once you are mm. in the group or once they're behind you, they will just fight That's to it. the death for you. It's amazing. Nice. It was beautiful. Little, like, little legit. army soldiers. Yeah. Cause I'm like, not even lying. I literally was like, nah, I give up. Like, I'm just going to delete my Instagram. Uh, I'm done. I'm sick of the trolls, sick of this. And then someone made one comment in that group and I was like, because yep. you know what? It's always the people saying the negative stuff that are mm-hmm. the loudest mm-hmm. and the people that like you don't bother to tell you. So you always just are bombarded with the negative yeah. and then it, you kind of need to be reminded and taken back down to earth that there's, you know, all these people that do love you. Bloody earth. Well, it's like, you know, you probably cop it because the amount of people that are like, oh, don't trust her, don't do this, don't do that. And it's like, hang on, like I, I don't see that. I've never felt that or I've never had anything judgy towards, like that's come from you. 
Oh, there's crazy rumors about me. That's what I mean. You would die if you heard some of the that's rumors. That's it. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, oh, God, what are they going to make up next? Because they keep going bigger but and bigger. I'm that's like, the warped thing. I've like, heard there's some fucking doozies. Yeah. <laughs> like people warn me. People like, don't get involved. Don't do this. Don't do that. And it's like, no, hang on. I've always believed that I will do it until someone fucks me over. Mm. And then if, like people, and I was like, what the fuck? Why? And to this day, I'm just like, nah, I don't have an issue with her. She's been so nice to me. What's your problem? Well, I'm the same. I'm nice to people unless mm. I've got a reason not to be nice That's to them. It. And I think the people saying that stuff are the people who are jealous that I'm getting better stories than them. Preach it. So- Preach it. So, people are just fucked. Okay, last question. Actually, it's a no question. Oh. They literally wrote, no question. Just want to let Liam know that we all love him and admire him so much. Bless. And he's such a great role model for the LGBTQI plus community. Thanks so much for having him on. I think that's a really good note to finish that's on. That's a great note to finish thanks, on. Thanks Thank for you. coming on Thank the show. Thank you for having me. There's more. <laughs> thanks for opening up and telling your no, story and sharing you. with us. Yeah, no, thank And you. being such a great role model. It's been good. I've loved it. I'll be back. Morning. Oh, my God. Okay, let, let's focus. That's all the tea I've got for you, drama queens, today. All good things must come to an end eventually. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Liam as much as I enjoyed chatting to him. It was such an eye-opener, so juicy, and Liam is such a great role model for the LGBTQI community. Make sure you continue showing him your support. Before you go, please leave a review and let me know your thoughts and feedback on my interview with Liam. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who you think may also enjoy it. And keep super spreading. Share the episode on Instagram or wherever you're listening to the podcast. While you're there, click follow, leave a rating, five stars only, of course. If you want daily gossip updates, follow on Instagram at SoDramaticPodcast underscore Twitter at SoDramaticPod and the Facebook group, the SoDramaticPodcast community, the infamous cult. There is also a link in the show notes for the merch and the Patreon. Go and check those out. I will be back in your ears on Friday morning with our normal juicy jam-packed episode. Lots of Big Brother tea to spill in that one before the grand final the following Tuesday. I will see you all then. Goodbye, good riddance, and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.